0: You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of lingerie fighting championships. And now,
1: here's your host, Michael Latkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Laundry Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is the one, the only, Miss Brandy May. Brandy, it's an absolute pleasure and a privilege. How are you?
0: Um, well, thank you. And again, thank you for uh, having me on. I'm super excited.
1: Oh, absolutely. First and foremost, folks, Brandy has done so much great work, whether it comes to sessions, wrestling, bodybuilding, the adult entertainment industry. You have done so much great work in so many different facets of life. But now we see you doing your work for Niche Boutique. Yourself and self and Miss Kim have been doing great work, doing some custom lingerie fitting for us LFC talents and LFC personnel. It's great just to see your work in that realm as well.
0: Thank you so much, yeah, I'm super excited. You know we're just kind of starting out the the first batch of uh you know outfits and and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens when all these ladies put on this you know sexy hot you know lingerie. not that they're not sexy already and you know super, <laughs> but you know just adding maybe a little bit more flair or color you know or pizzazz uh to the outfits, I think you know it's just fun and it and it's it's cool and to start. You know, a clothing line—it's a really cool place to start. You know what I mean? So to like launch off. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited, especially the next couple months.
1: Oh, agreed wholeheartedly. And I think first and foremost, let's talk about how this came into fruition here because I first started seeing about Niche Boutique with yourself and Kim really as we started getting more towards the new LFC events coming up. And for those who have not checked out Custom Lingerie Fitting, we had Ziva Faye in there, we had Kira Batara, we had Bella Madison, Bella Rockefeller, so many ladies and the girls from the Wear Hard podcast. Uh, Let's talk about this because you really have dipped your toe into it. We've seen a lot of your work and yourself in Beautiful Lingerie has had up by Niche Boutique. So what kind of made you want to go towards that realm along with your friend Kim who's an amazing bodybuilder in her own right.
0: Sure. So it you know I will say you know I have a big marketing background and you know Kim is definitely the designer stylist and you know I mean she's just this master seamstress you know is what I've coined her she's got over 25 years just pretty much styling creating i mean she's made everything from you know costumes to you know lingerie you know big celebrity costumes so you know she's really capable of anything and you know her and I you know kind of accidentally be you know came across uh, each other through like a mutual friend and we just really hit it off as friends and then she you know made me some custom stuff and we just really hit it off and I was like hey let's you know maybe start you know a clothing line and she had some ideas but then I kind of was like well Look, I know all these beautiful wrestlers, you know, I was like, why not we make some outfits, you know, for maybe the, you know, like the lingerie fighters. And and then, you know, it really kind of took off and they were a lot more receptive and excited about it than I was even anticipating. Um, And then, you know, getting their feedback and then even um getting feedback from, you know, like, I guess the president, Holly, you know, about, you know, their outfits. So, and then Kim with her like great design and like just her high glam, you know, element, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see these outfits, the first, you know, batch, you know, she showed me pictures and stuff over the last, I guess it's probably been about a month. So she's done it pretty quickly as well. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like, It started with kind of like an idea, and then now, you know, I've really kind of, you know, kind of looked into, like, this active lingerie thing, and there's really actually nothing like it. I think they make, like, dancewear for, you know, like, exotic dancers, and that might have some elastic garter, but there's really nothing that's been ever created that's actually, like, lingerie with lace and stuff that's really made uh for you know stuff like wrestling <laughs> you know not and, and not rightfully so but now you know there's this big great league so you know why not? It's 2023.
1: Anything is possible. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if, if we saw like a great taste of that, we saw it in the 80s with gorgeous ladies of wrestling and really got to see that flair and that style. I think the overall thrill that we have here is we have women like yourself. I mean, it's a very empowering figure. When you look at lingerie fighting championship, it's a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of clothing. I think it brings that absolute sex appeal. And I'm going to say this right now, the Ellen lingerie is a very big fashionista type of view that really goes into said product. And I think it's not just about kicking ass and taking aims, but also looking good in the process. I got to say you, because you yourself are a very stylish human being in your own right. We'll get into your films here. But I want to ask you, Brandy May, when it comes to lingerie, what are some of your favorite types of lingerie? Because, you know, from the moment you step out there and the moment you show yourself and strut yourself and apply your craft, that lingerie, it's eye popping. It's very everything, that gravitational pull. What's some of your favorite lingerie, Brandy?
0: Sure. My, I mean, really my favorite probably piece of like outfit to wear, whether it be even like for, you know, sexy photos is really like a, a good bodysuit. and being muscular myself and athletic built. And that was another thing, you know, that Kim and I really had this agree on is like, you know, stuff just doesn't fit. And not only is it really athletic women, it just, there's a lot of, you know, so much is manufactured and it fits just this one, you know stereotype of of you know pattern and you know that just isn't what you know us over here on the way in the west especially muscular and athletic and so you know over the years I've always loved body suits and I've actually loved a lot of the stuff that we're making and I would have loved to have worn it but you know unfortunately like you're ordering stuff off Amazon and you know so it's like but the, the body suits I just I've always been like a super body you know kind of high High waisted bodysuit. I think it's just a classic for so many women, but you know, it's because it, it accentuates your curves and you know, perks up stuff. So, for me and my body type, I've always loved a good like bodysuit, lingerie, and maybe stockings. You know, uh, for years I was actually so big, I couldn't wear, you know, a lot of stuff. So, that's <laughs> you know, so the bodysuits always kind of, you know, as long as it fits, but yeah, the bodysuits are always really my favorite.
1: And I think that's also a great point too. I mean, you look at Madonna back in the 90s where she had that latex, it's like more towards the dominatrix type realm when she did that video human nature. Like, the, you know, everything like Madonna did really showcased that fashion, made her the figure that she is. I think we could take elements and dare I say increments, the subtleties, the intricacies, whatnot of what we see in popular culture and kind of contrast it into our own style. And I mean, I look at it from a stance too as well. You, I think the first time I, I'll say this right now, the first time I ever came across your profile, I remember seeing a lot of this stuff with Seth Wrestling shout out to Jennifer Thomas, aka Jenny Bloody Valentine here in LFC. What I love about it too is it's the muscle worship. It's a fit, beautiful woman like yourself, and you do have that. We talk about curves. The word spins the verb here, Miss Brandy May. Thanks. You're yeah. welcome. And that's the thing, too, It just it's a very empowering message for a lot of the teens nowadays and all the up and growing women here in the industry. I think it sends a great message. And I got to give a shout out to Sessions Wrestling because you yourself, whether we talk about the overall exercise, the overall head scissors and everything, you really do get to showcase your craft internal and externally. Yeah, I
0: mean, you know. Even being an entertainer, even more of like being a producer the way I have for 15 years, you know, I mean, there still is a lot of athleticism, you know, I mean, it's still even now, you know, I'm working on various businesses, but I still have to really take time, you know, out to really still weight train because that's still part of, you know, your brand and, and part of, you know, what I've, you know, been doing for, for so long, but it's, you know, I mean, it, it takes so much athleticism and so much, you know, discipline to just kind of, you know, do what we all do, the bodybuilding too, but even the wrestling, you know, these girls, I mean, I don't think people really give enough credit, especially probably even to the LFC, um, the, you know, the girls. And I mean, and that's why I think I was maybe asked years ago once a couple of times to actually fight in the LFC myself and because it was pre- it's so hardcore, and I can go and talk a little bit about like my kickboxing history, but like because I knew it was still some MMA elements, I I you know I was like I don't know these women are really you know because I did go to the bodybuilding and the muscle you know and it p- what people don't realize is there's um, especially at my biggest I was 160 pounds and I'm five I five foot five one um it's hard to kind of do both it's hard to be you know, like a a, a fighter and and a wrestler and then still be so muscular, you know? So it was like, I kind of years ago chose like the muscle path, you know, and I did the best I could to be an overall, like all around athlete and wrestle. And, but, you know, I just kind of had to pick the path and my body's, you know, very hyper muscular and I carry muscle easy when I'm training and eating. So I was like, you know, let me stick To this path so that's actually why I never really was in the LFC myself or why I never like decided to wrestle I mean I've done erotic wrestling um and that's very hardcore and it was never scripted it was never choreographed but I know people have kind of asked me like why I would do like the erotic wrestling versus you know the LFC but what I think a lot of people don't realize because it is lingerie I I don't think they realize how dangerous and how MMA and how authentic it really is Um, and that's why you know I kind of always just stuck with with the muscle um, stuff and even in my erotic wrestling career I never really did very well with winning (laughs) you know I mean I was there and I gave it you know my shot right but like I just was never that great. My stamina was never really that good. You know, I never practiced and trained, you know, as a wrestler, I always just stuck to the weights. So, you know, I mean, you know, we all kind of choose, our paths but sometimes I think the fans never really understood uh and I got bullied and trolled a lot for losing in the wrestling I did lose you know that I did do but uh you know I mean I love muscle I love bodybuilding but I also you know think that these women are so incredible you know I mean to, to do what they do and fight and be so gorgeous and sexy doing it I'm like it's just it's incredible and I you know kind of I'm not saying I'm too old to do anything, but now that I am like in my forties, I do kind of look back like, oh, maybe I should have given it a shot. You know, now that I'm knowing the people and I in, you know, talking to everybody, I'm like, Oh, maybe I should have, you know, tried. I know it's never too late, but I don't know. I just love my muscle and I love, I love lifting weights and bodybuilding and the whole process. You know, it's, it's really cathartic and, and you know, it just, it's, it's what I've been doing for so long. So <laughs> I just love it. I love
1: muscle. First and foremost, you are still more, most gorgeous than ever, Miss Brandy May. Let's put that oh, out here, folks. You.
0: Thank You're you great. so much.
1: You're very welcome. But no, I mean, I look at it from a stance as well. It's it's a very hard transition because a lot of people have done it where they go from the fitness world. And you look at great women, God rest her soul, China, uh, women like Trish Stratus who got into the WWE right after fitness modeling. It, it's a whole different ballgame. And I've seen you do the erotic stuff as well. We had women's erotic wrestling back in the day where we saw a lot of great sensuality mixed with wrestling. And I think a lot of people don't realize, like you mentioned, the hard work. They see the L lingerie and they kind of make it as like a deterrent, so to speak. They kind of don't take it as serious as it really is. Really is, I also equate that to the lingerie football league that we have—badass women playing football, but looking good uh-huh. at the same time. They don't, yeah. they don't realize what goes into it. And you miss muscle over here. I got to say, like, if you go back to some of the old school Brandy May here and some of what you're doing now, I was always impressed. And I always loved the discipline that you put into just your craft from the bodybuilding side of things, because it takes a lot of hard work and discipline to do what you do. And like I said, I still think it shines through today. So, I mean, you may have not competed in LFC, but here you are right now. So I got to say the journey is worth taking and God dang, man, you're here, but in a different great way and another different perspective. So you got to give you kudos.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. I enjoyed bodybuilding. I did it probably competitively for at least a good decade, and I always kind of stayed in Vegas. I was in this weird time of female bodybuilding where it's like if you competed kind of on a national level, you could kind of qualify the next year. So I kind of was lucky. I was able to just kind of keep competing, and I think the biggest I got was like a middle heavyweight, which is still really big, um, and it's taken me years to actually come down. Some from that size because I had just actually gotten so big, you know. I mean, you can only grow so much, <laughs> so um, it's taken me years to kind of minimize my back a little bit more and just kind of restructure my body. Um, so reasons like clothes could actually fit me, you, you know, whether I'm making them or not, you know, you still at some point I, you know, just wanted to like you know, kind of slim down certain areas and maybe, um you know, maybe consider doing like a wellness division and stuff. But yeah, the diet is what's really, really restrictive. And I know like there are certain elements like, you know, not all the wrestlers, you know, are really into maybe, you know, the diet element because they're like young and they're just, you know, hardcore and aggressive and just can be, you know, kick ass. But the diet for I think was what was probably the hardest part and I think is the hardest part of any, you know, athletic, of just anything is just being so restrictive. On the diet to have that aesthetic of being, you know, abs and just super shredded and super lean. So, you know, when I was in my late 20s and all of my 30s, it was pretty easy to kind of maintain your, you know, but now that I'm, you know, trying to shift gears a little bit and change priorities some you know, it's not as easy. I have to say that discipline is hard as hell. <laughs> like, you know, it's really, really, you know, so, um, but yeah, the discipline is in, in the diet is what's probably the most grueling. But like I said, I love the athletics. Of, I've always been re- a real athlete anyway. So I've always loved the at even elements of the wrestling. I love, you know, all athletics, but it's, it's the diet that sucked and i'm sure everybody would agree (laughs) with me in that element just the food it's like oh no
1: (laughs) i always give it credit, especially the amazing women like yourself and i had this discussion so i had ariel x on the show and we'll talk about evolved fights here in a second i always equate it to this what i love about it too if you talk about your kickboxing the discipline of just the overall self-defense and what have you we'll get into kickboxing here but there's a lot of things that coincide here and what i always respected about it too as well there was always a term back in the day that I hated, and it was called mannish. And for those that don't know, mannish is women that we see who get into bodybuilding, and there's a lot of derogatory and things that go to it. But for me, I always looked at it from a stance to as well. I was raised by my mother, loved my mother to death, and we get to see beautiful women like Brandy May and many women in the bodybuilding realm and many different combative natures for women. They look at appearance like that because women get into fitness and what have you. I look at it from a stance too as well. Sessions wrestling, muscle worship. There's a lot of beautiful women who do the bodybuilding realm, who do many, so many combative natures and so many great images. I think it's important to showcase that because a lot of people really don't understand just the overall, not just the taste of it, the preference, but just the overall art form, the genus ne quoi, dare I say, the overall poise that goes into bodybuilding and so many great women like yourself doing these combative natures, these fitness competitions and everything that goes into the said pageantry of it.
0: Yeah, well, I've noticed, I mean, and this is like aging me, I mean, not aging me, but it just shows how long I've been around. I mean, I've noticed a huge, ever since kind of the, Social platform, you know, has you know come about well, what since 2017, like OnlyFans, and these. What I've noticed is a huge influx of girls getting into fitness. Because I think on a platform like that, it gives that little bit of differentiation and it gives that little bit of something that would entice, you know, so many viewers, you know, whether it be just super big boobs or, you know, that element of fitness was such a huge component to like, you know, influence culture, you know, like the the, uh, Instagram when it first started and all that, you know. So it really, I've seen a huge influx since I've been around because I've been around so long and I've seen the culture the fitness culture really change and skyrocket. And it's interesting. I mean, of course you get the, you know, the narcissists, And of course me, sometimes I'm like, what the hell do they know? They're just doing it for, you know, like the money or they see, you know, they can make, you know, get a lot of fans and stuff on their platform from having abs or a six pack and saying they're a fitness model but at but at the end of the day I do think it's cool that you know we can have more people open to you know more diversity and be more open to like you said the different you know types of people and you know (laughs) it you know all in this like subculture because I think it's becoming like mainstream and like especially with like the millennial generation and you know what they've been exposed to with platforms and internet so it's i mean i think it's just cool to see so much levels and diversity because i do I've, i've met with a few content creators from like other countries and they're like big muscle like big and they're not really competitive or you know they're not competing you know, they're not wrestling or fighting, you know, that's just they that's just their lifestyle, you know, they have their platforms. And so that's probably their motivation. So I come from the time where it's like, you know, kind of more of a purpose or a compet. you know, so even me, I have to like, well, they're making money from it. So hey, that's their motivation, right? You know, so it's cool to see just so much diversity is so much more of it now at least you know the past decades since you know like the the instagrams and and all that stuff so i mean i just think it's cool you know i try to not be an old bitter betty and always just encourage and support you know like you know everybody despite everything because you know that's just that's the key to i think happiness is not being you know judgmental and mean just hey support it and you know move on
1: (laughs) First of all, you are not aging yourself at all, madam Let's just get that out of the way here. I, I completely agree with you. I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Social media has become its pros and cons in today's generation. I think from Instagram modeling and what we get to see people make money on their platform like that, we see OnlyFans. We see many of it from the adult side of things. I think ever since COVID and people finding ways to you know have get lucrative, get very much with the money side of things, COVID has helped a lot, and I look at a lot of these models nowadays, and especially, yeah, we see modeling in general. People need to expand their horizons, be more open-minded. You see plus-size models. You see many different forms yeah. of modeling, so to speak. I yeah, think- and I think it's best just for people to open up their horizons and really do them because the uniqueness the preferences and variety you never know what somebody's really into you know what I'm saying what they look out for what they gravitate towards I think that's yeah. important to really just let everybody just you know showcase themselves like you mentioned support it and let them flourish to where they're going to go to
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm, you know, it's cool. I think you know, it's it's taken me some adjustment, you know, because I come from the time of MySpace, you know, to like Expo conventions, and you know, that's you know, selling calendars and all that like old school DVD, you know, magazine, and you know, I'm like right on that cusp of like the old millennials, what I am. So like I'm, you know, still like trying to like find you know that balance of adjusting to you know all these changes so quickly. Uh, but I, I'm doing a pretty good job. I, I've managed to, you know, just do my thing, transition and just, you know, appreciate even the younger generations and the, you know, young girls or whatever. But, you know, I mean, you, you you have to, you know, be glad that at least for me, you know, a lot of that money's been fragmented down from like big companies, big producers. So, hey, at least, you know, the individual can kind of monopolize a little bit more. So you kind of have to, you know, stay positive with it and let people be whatever size, you know, mannish not or whatever that, you know, whatever they want to be, right, to each their own. Like, you know, life's too short to, you know, worry about that, really.
1: Well, absolutely. And first of all, taking it back with MySpace, I like your style. Absolutely. Everybody remember those days. <laughs> yes. But no, that's that's the thing too. We've come from a generation of where we are now with social media and then the old school days promotes with DVDs and there's MySpace and oh my goodness. But I think that increase of what we see now as well, and I include you with this. Everything evolves. Everything revolutionizes or they evolutionize. And I look at it from a stance as whatever that they do, be the best representation of your presentation, represent yourself and present yourself in the correct way and be professional as always. And yeah. I think that comes with the game of what we're doing here with lingerie fighting championship because there's so many different amazing women here and you guys can definitely once again see the lingerie custom fitting of what you guys do. I think it's really exudes and accentuates the future of LFC because we've had so many people from wrestling, the adult entertainment world, fetish modeling, what have you. I think it puts eyes on the product from the stance of here's the old school guard, here's the new guard, here's the future. Everything needs to have that overall foundation and I think what we see here is foundation, it's the legwork, it's the overall revolution evolution like i mentioned but god dang man it's beautiful women kicking ass and taking names looking good in the process and you ma'am we're going to talk about you looking good here because on the other side of things you've done your thing with evolved fights with ariel x i wanted to ask you about this because i've seen some of your stuff with bella rossi and so many people on the Evolve fights front because that's also very unique too as well kicking ass and taking names from the fighting realm but also provides that sensuality and that overall feel goodness that comes with the adult content creation talk about Evolve fights
0: Yeah. So I, well, I, and I, and I'm close, you know, good friends with Ariel, you know, too. And that's really a big part of the reason why I would always go back um, because she was so great and so professional and so easy to work with. Um, But, you know, I always enjoyed evolve and I always enjoyed my co-stars, you know, but let me tell you like six minute rounds of like floor wrestling is, is so difficult and I don't mean to sound like a whiny baby but i think somebody from lfc even told me at the sitting they're like well you know the rounds at lfc are only three minutes and i was like oh wow you know so there's perspective right but um um i mean it's 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 still competitive hardcore you know wrestling i think where the spin is and what i enjoyed um the most is like you, you kind of get scored for your you know like your sex you're it's like sex fighting so it's like even though you have the holds and the moves you know you're really getting your score by you know like the sex moves you know so the oral or the finger or the kissing or just you know anything you know that's like playful and you know kind of sexual right so that you know was the really 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 the fun part for me and there were different co-stars that I worked with and some like i enjoyed the most because they were a little bit slower paced like me and they would enjoy and really you know enjoy the the, you know like the sex element and then there were others that were like straight competitive and they would like tell me from the go you know like they're competitive and and then they would just totally go in on the moves the hardcore wrestling moves and then that would be their stick so the evolved fights it was really so fun because it was so unpredictable with your, your partner. And, you know, it was, it's just always a good time to go with Ariel. And then, you know, you don't really have a wardrobe. So then you don't have to worry, you know, much about that. It's like easy makeup day. So, I mean, it's always fun. And I still was talking to Ariel not too long ago about coming back, you know, again. So I was getting my extra cardio in, you know, like really hoping, you know, she'll uh, bring me back again soon because it's been a few years. But yeah, evolved Fights. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's always been a a huge like part of my, uh, you know, just like adult erotic career. I never was big on producing uh, with a lot of I didn't shoot with a lot of other producers, only a few. Um, So, yeah, Ariel's one that I'll always, you know, I'll always go shoot for again and again.
1: I think and especially with sex fighting here which I even told her I'm like god dang it man the concept of this and I'm going to say this right now about your technique Miss Brandy May we certainly saw a lot of slow plotting but just enjoying yourself in it that really encapsulated with the film and the content so kudos once more but no you need that you need the overall just the storytelling make it draw it out just show up some fight with it because that goes with everything whether it's LFC storytelling is key putting things into place it's like chess so to speak putting the right board and then boom here's the checkmate so what I love about it too as well it's i very enthralling it's very capturing and I think with what she does as well you talk about dog on six rounds and everything and like you mentioned LFC three minutes per round for each and every LFC fight it's strenuous but god dang it's worth it and there's something it's a nice balance it's a nice healthy balance for people to get into right
0: yeah it really yeah it really is I mean it's definitely and it's definitely a workout you know so you are definitely leaving you know there have you know sweating and having because you have your um you know your three rounds of the competitive. And then the winner, you know, so then you have a fourth round and that's probably a little bit longer. And that's just more of like, you know, the winner, you know, basically kind of screws the loser. So then, you know, that's maybe a little bit, you know, it's not athletic. It's just, you know, sex and, you know, a little bit, you know, a little bit longer just to make sure that, you know, you get good enough content, you know, for a good like 12 minutes or whatever, you know, scene. But um, so yeah, so in addition to the for wrestling, you know, you're you're pretty much just ha- you know having sex afterwards too, um. So you know, and I know that's why you know the the site and stuff is so unique and why she's you know the Evolve fights and stuff is so popular because it was you know originally I think a spinoff kind of like from Kink.com, and you know she's been able to just kind of keep it going and you know not miss a beat with the fan base, uh, and just build it up even more so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I said, I've been hitting her up about going back because it's been a few years. Um, so I'm kind of uh, wondering what my wrestling condition uh, would be, you know, over the years. You know, I could tell when I was like trying to practice wrestling a little bit, and then other years where well, I was just bigger and bulky and I was just slow. So, you know, I always my technique was always just kind of stay true to my own wrestling skill, you know? And uh, I, yeah, with everybody, I was, I was always the same because I knew my endurance and my speed. And even though some people would be quick and like little, you know, some of those tiny women, like just claw, you know, they clam on you and you're like, geez Louise. But I always did. I just kind of kept my steady, slow, (laughs) slow, you know, pace of, of, of going. Cause it's just, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, keep my endurance and my, and my gas, the whole, you know, four rounds essentially.
1: Oh, agreed. And I'm going to put it to you like this. And I say this to the LFC girls. and I say this to anybody who listens to the show and anything in life, make the most of your time. Cause I think that's important with anything you do is you make the most of your time, no matter how long it is, what have you. But I think what's also great about the product too, as well. And I'm going to put this over here. You look at the adult content creation and we're going to get into your adult work here. I look at some of the stuff when I was a kid, like, in 2005, 2006, started seeing a lot of the naughty America stuff and many different websites out there. Mind you, there's different streaming platforms now. The evolution is streaming NBC X, Hamster X videos, and so many different platforms, Pornhub, what have you. I think the evolution of the adult entertainment industry and the content creation has really you know, stepped its game up. But man, looking at these sites and just in general, it takes a lot of people back who are into the adult entertainment industry, who are into different erotic films. I think just the progression of that is absolutely amazing to see. And it really brings in a foundation of people that like these of Kinks, nuances, preferences. I think it's one that really is not just stimulating to one's mind, both physically, internally and externally. But I think it really captures a lot of the sensuality that we see in many different art forms and crafts. And that has really become the general consensus of adult entertainment.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's funny because I did, I started back. So basically when I started, you know, I was still using like tapes in my camera and, you know, people were still selling DVDs and that's really what, what really motivated me to start producing like muscle erotica. And like, you know, the very erotic side is I knew producers and, um, you know, that were small little businesses, you know, for three or four people, you know, team, and they were making, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars off of one DVD. So, I mean, talk about like, you know, it, that's one thing I have seen that I, you know, has been a little bit upsetting is seeing the market change so much. And it's good in a way, like I kind of mentioned earlier, like it's more fragmented. So like more of like the the models can kind of profit off their own, you know, stuff. And in that way, I think it's really good. But like to see it saturated and see like what the tube sites, you know, with all the piracy you know, to see how they really, you know, I don't know, they, you know, didn't do justice to the erotic business at all. In fact, it just really hindered um, the erotic business. And over time, especially the past like 10 years, because technology shifted so fast, and there was so much piracy, it really, to me, it really diluted and degraded the quality of what I think, the kind of erotic work we're seeing now, like I, I still, you know, have a studio on clips for sale. So, you know, I, I'm on there quite often and I could see different fetishes and production quality. So I still see like, you know, some smaller studios still doing well, but you know, it, the, The market of, you know, erotica has changed a lot, even since I've been in it, you know, people, you know, we used to kind of produce movies, you know, and like bigger storylines. And that was really what I enjoyed um, doing, you know, now these like really like short little videos and, you know, two, three minutes. It's so like jarring. It takes kind of like you were talking the art. You know, and the appreciation and the passion and the creativity, it really waters it down and makes it not as motivating. So that's why even now from a production and entertainer standpoint, I try to find that balance of, you know, running my my fan pages and accommodating and all that stuff, but still having those productions where I put the thought and the creativity And the fun in it, because if I didn't, I I just couldn't do it anymore, you know, like, I just wouldn't be able to do it anymore, because it's I've done it so long, and that there's got to be something fun or, you know, or an outfit that's different or a fetish gear piece that you've never seen before. But it's like, you've seen, I've seen so much of all the same stuff. It feels like a lot of people are losing you know, their creativity and their individuality, or they don't have enough individuality to put their own spin on it. And so it's like, ah, you know, it's just like people need to, you know, I but it is what it is, you know, I mean, I just keep doing my thing and see what happens next because the world, things change so quick and never know what could happen so you know but yeah I mean people used to make a lot of money from those DVDs and calendars at the expos so man when I got into it I was like rearing (laughs) ready you know just like producer hat let's go because I'm ready to make that DVD money but but I, I do still enjoy it you know like I said it's it's still fun.
1: First off, I'm going to say this. Thank you. And the reason why I say that is because you talk about the two, three minutes that we see now, what have you, and storylines. Like, I remember as a kid, like, every weekend, whether you put on, like, late-day night HBO or Cinemax, and here's Nicole Sheridan and Willow doing their films and their storylines that you had a nice block of at, like, two or three o'clock in the morning. You see those films, and you see, like, porn parodies like Spider-Babe, which was a parody of the Spider-Man movies, and we see a lot of that now with Vivid. It's just the enhancement of the storyline, and, I mean, some may find it cheesy, but I always looked at it from a standpoint to as well you're putting that work in to create that fantasy that sweet sweet fantasy to quote mariah carey and odb rest in peace we have yeah. things there that really encompasses one's fantasy and i think a lot of people lose that art like we talk about about just you know hey here's where we want to go to a to b to c and really tell that story we're not skipping chapters here folks we're going to give you a definitive ending if you will that climax yeah speak. And that's one of the things that we talk about. I think what's good it's now, but I think the problem is a lot of people don't realize like putting things into boom, 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 instead of just going straight to the finish line, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I know it's, it's, you know, I just try to do my thing and, but, you know, I think everything It unfortunately it just it comes down to, you know, money and budget. Like, you know, I think I did, and I did one of the last like big movies I did was with Sweetheart. Films. It was a girl, it was a wrestling, female wrestling video. Ariel was actually one of the main characters. Um, And I played, you know, kind of like, you know, I can't remember the wrestler they compared me to, but um, it was nominated for an AVN. Um, But it was like, you know, back in the day, you know, I guess they used to do, you know, multiple days and, you know, types of, you know, like a regular movie. And, like, they were shooting a whole movie in, like, one day. So, like, over time, I, you know, even when I was talking to bigger studios, you know, they were, like, on the down cusp end of, like, even spending budgets on movies anymore. Like, you were saying the parodies and, like, these movies that some of these studios used to make were really cool. And, I mean, they were really big quality, you know, sets and like equipment like any other movie. And um, I was really, you know, disappointed that like I was on the cusp end of like, you know, shooting a few movies and then like, you know, the studios were just shifting gears because all the streaming and everything was changing. And I was like, oh, man, because, you know, I would have loved to have just done a few of those more bigger movies, even though like dialogue scares the hell out of me. So when I do have to do dialogue for like customs, you know, or something, I get so like frantic cuz I'm good with ad libbing, but I still will push myself and I still want to like challenge it and conquer it and do it. So uh that's one thing I personally kind of, you know, one of those things I'm always going to be like, "Oh, you know, who knows, maybe the industry, you know, will come back around and I'll still be active enough to make a few movies." But that's always been like something I wanted to do a lot more of, you know, just make those big elaborate movies, you know, with big budgets, <laughs> but, right? Everybody wants to, but I love the erotica spin on it. And I love, you know, just that, that kinkiness and and having that combination and and throughout the whole movie, not just a short little scene. Um, so it's still on my goal. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll be able to fund it myself and just put together, you know, something.
1: I think anything is possible. And I think a lot of people would love yeah. to. Brandy May. And I got to tell you, one of the things I love about seeing you on screen and doing your thing, I I always love, first of all, you got nothing but great professionalism and decor and rapport so to speak and i think it shines through within your work like you mentioned ad lib and everything i remember seeing one of your scenes i believe it was you know sex exercising, and you just have that very much erotic type of feel throughout the movie where you're just you know you're working out and then it leads to an amazing scene i think stuff like that really does besides holds one attention it's something like that that really can just say god dang it man you watch this woman she's beautiful but also it really is very appealing and i think you need to have that market because anything that we do and i'll equate lfc to this we're doing the E-squared, as I like to call it. We're evoking emotions, if you will. Any type of story, any type of film, you have to evoke that emotions. Because if you have them sitting on your hands, then, you know, what's the dog on point? You have to evoke emotions in anything that you do. And speaking of evoking emotions, you have amazing chemistry with another one who's very sensual, who's very vibrant, and another one who does her craft very well. Got to talk about Ava Divine here because you two just have such great chemistry on screen and off screen. I wanted to ask you about your relationship with Ava Divine.
0: Sure, yeah. So I've actually known Ava. I met her through a producer friend of mine it probably over ten years ago. Um, and you know, we had chemistry right away. And, you know, we shot years ago together and we just kind of recently um shot together. But we've actually seen each other. And we went to the same gym for many, many years. So we actually, you know, would actually run into each other quite often. That's the funny thing about a place like, like Las Vegas, you know, if you go to like the right gym, uh, you know, all the time, you'd be, be surprised who you might actually like run into and see, uh, you know? So yeah, I mean, we've, you know, we casually text and stay in touch and you know, I know both of us are busy, you know, too busy to like, just go get coffee on the regular, but um, you know, but yeah, I mean, she, she's great and she's sweet. And she's always been one of my like, you know, dear close friends who you know I just wish I could spend more time with but you know work is you know always such a big you know it's a lot of work in these days even you know these platforms it's always you know just a lot of you know engaging with the fans so I know she's super busy because she's got a huge huge fan base and you know a whole thing that she's doing so you know but yeah she's great I wish I wish I would have been able to like wrestle and stuff a little bit more With her, I think she might be kind of into doing that now. I don't know. I might have to hit her up and and ask her. (laughs) She would love it, you know. So uh, yeah, we use that. We have like use the same makeup girl all the time. So.
1: Well, I think the grind never stops and I think that really equates to both of you and in, in general with life but I think with her yeah I mean for those who I think a lot of people would love to see some LFC myths with Miss Ava Divine here because I got to put this over woman is in beast mode you constantly see her at the gym looks absolutely fabulous really is so radiant with everything like god dang it man she constantly gives up on my gains man
0: yeah she is and she's actually really t- like she's taller than you know, she's not a tiny woman. Like she, you know, she, you know, she's like taller and, and I remember, yeah, she's, I don't know if she's still, cause I don't have an Instagram, uh, my Instagram for my personal one got you know, deleted. So I wasn't follow. I'm not really following as many people anymore, but yeah, she's all, she's been into training for quite a while. Like she, and I know years back, she got really, I think I saw her at the AVN a couple of years ago and she looked like a fitness competitor. I mean, she was just wearing her outfit, but she was just like ripped with her muscles and stuff. And I was, yeah, she doesn't joke around uh, you know, when it came to weight training and training with her trainer and stuff. So it's you yeah, I mean you'd be surprised how many women like we're pretty strong. And, you know, like when we really wanted and she's yeah, she's one of those. She's ambitious and works hard and will push herself. I and mean, that's probably why we got along and became such, you know, friends. But uh I yeah, I'd love to like Russell Ava, you know, even if it was fantasy and stuff, if she would ever be open to it, I'm sure a lot of people would, but I, you know, I definitely would. <laughs>
1: I think that's the beauty of it with you, Miss Brandy Makos. I know I've seen your stuff with the Laura Jensen now, who's also in Las Vegas. Like, she's another one who I've just seen. What I also loved about her is, like yourselves, very much a beautiful body, beautiful spirit. She really honed into her craft. I know you've done some work with her. So, I mean, Las Vegas has produced a lot of great towns like yourself, Ava Divine, uh, like I mentioned, Laura Jensen, and especially the LFC. It's the combative nature. It's the adult content capital of the world. There's so many things that you can do in Las Vegas. It's just insane just the amount of things that are at your fingertips, you know?
0: Yeah, and I'm excited to, you know, go to this, uh, you know, the July, I you know, like the July LFC show and like, and I'm really now that I'm really, you know, getting into it more and really, you know, looking at all the content, meeting all the girls, I'm really kind of like, upset with myself that I didn't like go to at least a match before, because I did have, you know, I've had a lot of friends of mine be in past, I mean, years back, be in these, you know, like you know matches and I just never went out and I'm kind of like damn that you know man I really wish I would have and supported even years ago so um, now I'm, I'm really excited to actually just come to these matches and just see these women uh you know and support them uh and watch them fight and, and wrestle you know because I mean they're they're really they really are some great athletes I mean and they're really you know, some of them, you just they look like the girl next door, like Jolene, you know, like you just you see them out and you just would never in a million years think that they, you know, look as hot as they do and then can really are real athletes and can kick ass. And so, you know, I'm I'm excited to just kind of be, you know, even a little smidgen part of it and just kind of appreciate the girls and not even in a like overly pervert way but really just appreciate them you know for them for their beauty and their you know athleticism and 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 i'm honored that you know they even wear you know mine and kim's you know clothes and stuff like that so yeah i'm like super stoked about you know the next few months and all all the fun stuff
1: with them mentioned something that's so imperative here. Like you look at a woman like Julian the Valkyrie Hex, who's the current LFC champion, holds all the gold here. Like a woman badass, she has that background in Krav Maga. Uh, we see women like Ziva Faye, who was at the custom fitting, just made her debut at the last LFC, won in the first round in 45 seconds. Uh, Bella Madison, who's another one, wrestler, trainer in that front, Bella Rockefeller, and a lot of the girls that we saw in the custom fitting video. Kara Batar coming straight out of Bellator, the MMA round. Boom, here we are with like there's so many women and like you look at kira and i'm gonna say right now very short very tiny but she is such a brute for her size and her stature she's so disciplined like you see just so many women like that it's amazing like you mentioned and i think what i do like about it as well and i'll use the operative word here and i include you in these sentiments miss brandy may very multifaceted can do so much in such a variety like yourself we talked about adult work bodybuilding here we go Nish boutique looking fine as wine The stuff like that is so well, because the keyword here is multifaceted. We need a multifaceted way and we need a variety in anything that we do.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I didn't know that some, I mean, I knew these girls were badass, but like, I mean, the way that they train, even at the fitting, they were talking about, you know, the very next morning they were getting up and going all training together And like, you know, it was pretty early and then they were taking a break and doing something else. And I was like, wow, you know, and if some of those girls had like like come in from other places. And I was like, they're just like, they're really motivated. And What I really liked about a lot of them, too, is that they were really excited to be wrestlers and to be part of the organization. I mean, so much so that it makes you want to be part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, it really does. And it was really cool to see that camaraderie and see it be so genuine and so friendly and so opening and engaging because like I just wasn't, and not that the female bodybuilders aren't like that, but this was just, it was just more, it was a little bit less ego and a lot more love and appreciation you know what I mean? And even for me, they were kind of like, what are you doing here, Brandy? Like, what is this about? You know? And I just kind of gave them a quick thing and then took their measurements and, you know, we had given them complimentary bikinis so that, you know, kind of, you know, gives a, a woman like, Oh, and I, you know, so buttered them up with like a nice little bikini and then they were all really, you know, just go with the flow. So I could kind of take their measurements and stuff, but just to see the love and their their motivation to like wrestle I was just really, I really was motivated by it. I mean, you know, I'm motivated with the weights, but still, you know, I was like, man, these women are like training for hours and then they're promoting. I was like, geez, Louise, that's just, that's really, just really cool, you know? I mean, it really is. If the fans don't know, I mean, they're so dedicated, you know? And it was just so impressive to me.
1: It's the dedication and what is, I like to call it the community and the unity of the girls, if you will. And I mean, they just did, Kira and them just did a training over there at the UFC gym where all the girls were training, including the girls from the Were Hard podcast. I mean, I look at that and I'm just like, God dang, man, I love to see that as well. And I'm going to say this about you at the bodybuilding realm. I think what's great about you, Brandy, and I think of what a lot of people gravitate towards, like I remember when I first saw one of your films and then you started flexing, man, showing off the pecs, showing off the biceps, what have you. It's that right there. It's like, boom. I want to see more of that, you know, because it's just such, we talk about external beauty and overall, it's just you showcasing that muscle and the strength of yourself with your overall core right here. Everything that we do comes from the heart, the mind, body, and soul. So I think that's why a lot of kind of gravitated me towards you because I remember seeing that. I'm like, God dang, man, I want to see more. So I got to say the flexing, overall flexing just of your body and just your overall flex that you have and are engaged with, I got to say that does a lot and it works wonders for everybody, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, it's funny because I actually quick little story because I don't think a lot of people know this and I don't ever really get the opportunity to really tell anybody. But like when I say things have changed in such a short period of time, and I actually researched it today because I wanted to make sure I had the date, like I had the time frame accurate, but, you know, it was like as early as what 2011 when Dana White said that women would never fight in the UFC. So when I relocated to Vegas from Texas around 2009, 2010, during the first recession, I came out here and I was actually a kickboxer. I would train in Muay Thai, so I wasn't actually a bodybuilder then. Even in Texas, I trained as a kickboxer. And I came out here and I actually started training with Master Toddy, who was a prolific uh, Muay Thai master from Thailand. And he actually was Gina Carano's trainer. And at the time, there were no women fighters anywhere. Gina Carano had a Showtime contract and they would pair her up with these fighters. And so I actually was offered a position at Master Toddy's and he offered to like train me and put me on the fight team. Um, but then, you know, I being like a young model and, you know, trying to like find a direction and stuff and being in a city like Vegas, I actually chose to do the modeling route and I turned that down and I chose another career path, obviously product, you know, what I chose because there was no uh, career or anything for female fighters. And that was just a short, you know, couple 13 12 13 years ago so it's like to see how things have progressed and i think it was in 2019 when dana white was in an interview and they said something to him and he you know basically said he had to put his foot in his mouth you know for what he said but i mean it's just so like for me that's why i look back and i just see how things have changed so much you know it's really because you know i did i i was actually a fighter before i was a bodybuilder and um But then once I chose the bodybuilding and the modeling route, you know, I just never looked back. And I think that's why I, you know, I didn't do the LFC and I just kind of stuck to the erotic stuff um, because I just was I don't know if it was just me being salty that, they, you know, I don't know what it was. But uh, but it's it's interesting just to see how so much has changed and now to see how it'll probably progress and how things like the power slap, you know, and just to see all these other little things come about. I'm just like, man, the world's moving so damn fast. This is just so, you know, crazy. And then you have people tell you, oh, you're, you know, I'm 41 now. They're like, oh, you're never too old to do things. And I'm like, yeah, I know that I'm not too old if I wanted to. But, you know, you do get older and you do, you know, there's only so much time in a day, you know, so you have to pick and choose priorities. And and so it's like, like I can't do all the, you know, when you're young, it's like you can spend six, seven hours a day on athletics. And, you know, and I did that for years. I spent four hours a day in the gym, lifting weights, doing cardio, you know, and, but you can't do that your whole life. So you have to, you know, you have to pick and choose, you know, what you do, but it's, it's really cool. I mean, it really is, is come such a long way in such a short period of time. And it's like, it's funny because I don't think people really talk about that enough or like, it's not brought up enough. And I don't, and I'm like, wow, is, is the generation, it, are they not aware? Like, you know, that it, how m- much progress women and fighting have come in like such a short period of time, because if it was, today's time i i probably easily would have chose the fight route you know what i mean in today's market you know had i had that same choice so um i just was like i gotta tell this story because i'll never be able to tell it anywhere else because nobody else you know really cares but yeah so i mean i did i had a a pretty pretty good little muay thai you know intro uh and i wasn't too bad you know i was i was really good with my kicks i still have the form but the power is not as good as it used to be (laughs) with my sidekicks and stuff, but man, those kicks will get you.
1: Oh, absolutely. I've seen it firsthand with a lot of great talents that we see. And first of all, I'm going to put this out here before I go back to your point here. God is good, as I say with everybody here, because God gets you through even the toughest end times and everything comes back full circle. So here you are now with LFC, ma'am. So I got to give you kudos with that. Yeah. But a different avenue. And also, I look at it from a stance too as well. You look at women like Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunez, Holly Holm, the transition from wrestling to MMA and MMA to wrestling. We see so many things that coincide and intertwine, if you will. I mean, back in the day where they focused more on the eye candy and the brawn panties matches, beautiful women, absolutely. But they never got to show what we see now with how just athletic and just how we're all just the presentation of what they put on there. I mean, you look at back in the days of women like Medusa Michelli, Alondra Blaze, Bull Nakano. You look at women like Sable, Tori Wilson, Jacqueline, Molly. Holly, China, as we mentioned earlier. You look at women like that in professional wrestling. If you want to take it back to Hollywood in the glow days, and Hollywood's another one who's done sessions wrestling, I look at it from mm-hmm. stance there as well. Everything from the 80s to 90s to where we have now is amazing to see where we're at. We have so many different wrestling styles from different countries and international-wise and the state side. There's so much growth there that's there. And like you mentioned, Dana White eating his words, power slap. Sheena Bathory from LFC has been on power slap, which it's amazing just to see how the art form of slap fighting is now coming together. There is something for everybody.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And Sheena's is another one who is just, she really, she does. She impresses because I know her backstory and I know how she's just like this training machine fighter. And I've actually had conversations. And this is so awkward. Like she'll probably be like, what Brandy? But, Like, I've actually had conversations with session wrestling clients about her, not. That she's done it but that I'll be like well she's so uh, you know because they'll always ask about you know the guys will ask about you know these hot you know badass girls if you know them and if you talk to and if they're really as tough as they and and when I would be like no she really is you know like she's just she's a machine and it would be funny to see the guys be like intimidated by it like and I'm like how can you not just appreciate a specimen who is not only gorgeous, but, like, they're a trained, like, machine. Like, you don't get, like, you have to respect it. And so I've, you know, I've been had conversations and guys, you could see their kind of ego, you know, flare up because they probably, they know that she's, that you, you, you just can tell she's that bad. You know, when you've been training since you were a, a kid, you know you're just a crazy machine. So it's, I mean, these women, they really are. They're just, they're so impressive. And, you know, some of these guys, I don't think their egos can handle, you know, the real badass, you know, like the real tough ones. And Ariel X is another one. Like, people don't know how trained and, sk- like, really skilled and, like, could really, you know, don't mess with them yet because they could really sh- sh- hurt you. Like... Oh, it's so I don't know. I'm just impressed by it. Maybe I'm just I don't know. Maybe I'm just a fan and Googling myself. But I just think that's just so freaking incredible. You know, a woman to to just be so sweet and feminine and sensual and to just be able to like crack, eat, eat, you know, and like a spy in a movie and just take a guy out. You know, it's just I don't know. It's just so cool to me. It really is. It's so cool. I'll, I love all these women.
1: Sheena's like the female Ivan Drago, I must break you, if you will, with how she goes with her just overall size, stature, and machine-esque. It's like a female Terminator. And it's funny, like, I was very much this close to it because lfc 35 back in vegas i ring announced that show was the booty camp event sheena's debut and we were just like talking and playing and she i'm gonna say this right now folks probably has one of the most powerful headlocks i've ever had because this woman put me in a headlock and i felt like my head was about to explode and we were just play fighting but it was hilarious because she she got me and i wasn't expecting it and she got me so good right in the headlock it was hilarious oh my goodness she's yeah she's yeah she's strong yep like i felt like my head was about to explode i'm like jesus and i mean i love that and i get to see so much first of all the personalities of all these ladies are absolutely amazing and including sheena she's such a bright smart in the industry i look at it from a stance too as well man god dang like you sheena jennifer thomas ariel x when i was always fascinated with ariel abattis she's very trained in the jujitsu realm she's won done a lot of tournaments she's really put in that work i think a lot of people give her the credit like she rightfully deserves right she
0: has. She actually really, I remember um, many a times working with her for Evolved Fights and her talking about going to a tournament or competing in a tournament the next day, even just by herself. And I was like, wow, that's just, that's just so, I don't know, it's not crazy. It's just so impressive to me, you know, for these women. They're dedicated to this martial arts. You know, I don't, you know, like I said, I think just because I probably the part of me would have loved to, st- you know, stick with it, you know, my, myself to some degree. And unfortunately I just had to make choices, you know, but to see them do stuff like that, be in tournaments and, you know, go by themselves and just like, that's just their thing. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's cool. And and they do, they have so much camaraderie and respect for one another, you know, maybe a few of them, you know, might have a few, you know, spats. Here and there, but for the most part, everybody's just so supportive and and everybody's sweet and everybody's nice to me. And I, you know, I that's one thing I'm grateful for too, because I'm like, well, everybody's nice to me and I'm nice to everybody. Because, oh, you don't want to piss off any of those girls, (laughs) I don't want to be in a headlock, you know. So,
1: (laughs) well, let's be honest here, Miss Brandy May, you are the bomb. So, everybody's going to be nice to you because you are the bomb. Let's let's put that out there. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. But no, that, that's, that's the thing too, folks. And I think as you can tell by listening to today's forum, we're all appreciators, if you will, there's a word for everybody, the appreciators and the supporters, yeah. of the overall craft that is LFC and combative natures and bodybuilding. Yes. And as I always say with this show, life is an art form and we are all applying our crafts and let's all continue to apply our crafts in amazing fashion. And before we get on out of here, Miss Brandy May, first and foremost, it, it's such a joy. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to pick your brain and just talk about so many different aspects thank of your you. life. You're welcome. I'd love to have you back for a round two.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. It was such a pleasant, yeah, it went so fast. and was such a fun, a fun uh, time. Yeah, thank you.
1: You're very welcome. Now, before we do close this out, man, now you... But I know your Instagram, unfortunately, did get hacked. I did see that on the social media realm, unfortunately. Uh, where can we follow you as far as Twitter goes? Do you do Twitter or are you mainly just on okay, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, the...
0: no, I'm on yeah, I'm definitely on Twitter. So my Twitter handle is um Miss May for You with the number four. I try to keep that simple, but I do have my Niche Boutique collection on Instagram. So I'm just trying to kind of build up uh, and you know, getting ready to kind of launch probably my website actually probably by the end of the week um and I'm developing it myself, so let me give myself some kudos. I did go back and kind of took some coding class for about three months and uh so I started I was like i'm gonna develop and do this business like all female you know owned um so yeah so i'm I'm developing that so uh, but just yeah, so Twitter and my my Instagram is. You know, really the only places unfortunately, you know, my only fans, but twitter is the is probably the main the main I'm all there all the time posting and pushing my bratty opinions about stuff, so uh yeah, I'm back on there all the time.
1: I think what I love about you as well as your marketing standpoint here, because I'm going to put this, first of all, Niche Boutique, I think I said niche earlier, but Niche Boutique is probably, it has that, reminds me of like that, that lady marmalade type of like very bougie, but yeah. at the same time, it's yeah. a great marketing strategy, right?
0: Good, I'm glad you like it, thank you, yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's, and the funny thing is actually, um, it's kind of a spin on myself and Kim's middle names, because okay. we actually, have the same middle name so it's like total double entendres and all kinds of meanings and stuff in there so yeah it's really cool and it's easy to you know remember and hearing the girls pronounce it all different kind of ways is really funny you know they're sending me these you know little instagrams and one saying it this way and that way but it's it's just so it, it is marketing and it's a lot of fun but thank you so much for you know letting me talk about it and and you know showcasing uh you know let me talk about it and showcase it a little bit i appreciate it oh,
1: of course and you got miss mandy for you on twitter which is another one with the number 4 miss mandy for you your number 1 all for us all for you put on some janet jackson hello i digress but yeah. also, if you want to check out this podcast check out lfcfights.com it's the vip section and if you want to see some brandy may over here not only on this podcast check out the laundry custom fitting of Niche Boutique with all the amazing ladies of lingerie fighting championships now in the VIP section. And check out yeah. LFCFights.com for all your LFC needs. And as I always say with this show, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three elements that make women the work of art that they are. Miss Brandy May, you sexy buff babe, you. I include you. Thank in the you. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Thank you. Have a good one, honey, and talk to you soon.
1: Fight, fight, fight. Gonna kick some.